Well, hello there. Time again for the Florida Roundtable. I am Melissa Fox, and each weekend we have wonderful things to discuss, to inform you about, and, well, frankly, to entertain you a little bit. We'll be talking with the doctor about some vaccine information for your little ones and for your other ones. Misinformation's out there. We're going to straighten that out. I've got the author of Hell's Half Acre talking about a serial killing family from frontier times. Can you believe that? FHP is going to stop in. Let us know about drink driving, under the influencing, and more. Oh, yeah, it's that time of year, guys. And Amazon and other big companies are offering their employees up skills. What's it mean? We'll find out on this episode of the Florida Roundtable. It's coming up next right here on the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. Before we left the hospital, my daughter received her newborn hearing screening. It only took a couple of minutes, and it was a painless test. When our son was born, the doctors tested his heart and found out his blood oxygen levels were low. As a dad, nothing is more important than your child's health. It was that initial screening that led to her early identification of hearing loss. And as a result, we found out about our baby's rare condition, which allowed us to review treatment options quickly. Go to floridanewbornscreening.com to learn more. Have fungus gnats invaded your potted plants? Control these pests with BTI, the active ingredient in mosquito bits. This naturally occurring bacterium kills mosquito larvae, and it also kills fungus gnat larvae in potting soil. Just follow the easy instructions on the label. Mosquito bits are harmless to people, plants, and wildlife. Summit Mosquito Bits are available at garden centers, hardware stores, and at summitresponsiblesolutions.com. This boating season, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission wants to remind you to wear your life jacket. You make a difference in the life of your family. As a parent, it's your job to keep your kids safe and be there for them. You do it at home, at school, and you need to do it on the water as well. Always wear your life jacket and have your children wear theirs too. It's a basic step that saves lives. Life jackets save lives. Wear it, Florida. Visit myfwc.com for more information. That's myfwc.com. Kids are amazing. And at Florida Kid Care, we think their health care should be amazing too. That's why millions of Florida's kids from birth through the end of age 18 get their health and dental insurance for free or at a low cost. And your child can too. Apply today at floridakidcare.org or 1-888-540-KIDS. That's 1-888-540-5437. It's the Florida Roundtable, and when COVID cases surged with the spread of the Omicron variant, hospitals filled up mostly with unvaccinated people, and vaccines are continuing to decrease the risk of severe disease, hospitalization, and death from COVID. Now they're available for everyone, ages five and up, and on most Americans, you can get strong protection. But now it's time for you to get out there and get the vaccine. And with that in mind, we've got Dr. Marcos Mestri. He's the vice president and chief medical officer at Nicholas Children's Hospital out of Miami. Welcome to Florida Roundtable, Dr. Marcos Mestri. Thank you for having me. Tell me a little bit about uh, about what's going on here. Basically, we are talking about COVID cases decreasing, 
but yet they're talking, CDC, about a fourth shot. So should I still get it? So definitely, for those that haven't been vaccinated, we still recommend uh, individuals get uh, vaccinated. We're still going to be getting more information as it relates to a possible fourth dose uh, as a booster dose. Uh, I don't think the jury's out yet on that as as of now. And obviously seeing what uh, the spread or any other variants that are coming up um, as it relates to the Omicron variant or any other variants that, that may be out there. So I think for definitely for children, well, obviously we see here at, at the Children's Hospital still recommending that uh, individuals receive the vaccination. In the United States, we haven't seen as great um, of uh, vaccination rates as we would like in those individuals from 5 to 11 years old. Only about 20 to 25 percent of uh, individuals in that age range have been uh, fully vaccinated and even a little bit lower here in in the state of Florida. So definitely pushing for those children to get vaccinated, Um, obviously with the COVID uh, infections. Thankfully, uh, children typically do very well, but we also do see hospitalization secondary to it. Uh, so we, we folks always want to say, well, the, the criteria is uh, death or no death. And I say, well, there's a lot of in-between uh, with that, and, and uh, hospitalizations and, and the difficulty of going through a hospitalization is part of that. Of course it is. Now, I have a friend vaccinated a couple of times and then ended up getting COVID just recently, and he asked me, should I go? I'm supposed to get my booster shot, Melissa, and I said, well, first of all, you should ask your doctor, not me. I don't even play a doctor on the radio, (laughs) but seriously, he did. He said, I don't know if I should get my booster, and I said, well, you just got over having COVID, so you should have a bit of antibodies. However, what's your recommendation, (laughs) Dr. Mastry, since you actually wear the badge? Yeah, that's a that's a great uh, question. So, and a question that we get frequently for for somebody who has been vaccinated or has received two doses and has recently uh, got an, uh, an infection, it, it almost acts like the the booster in and of itself. So, there have been indications and studies that are showing that that those individuals do have a, a robust immune response. Um, and especially if they're symptomatic with the infection. So typically in those scenarios, there's not official recommendations out, but typically we say you can um, probably hold off somewhere between three to six months um, after uh, any sort of infection. The, the tough part is that not all in positive tests are the same, right? So you can possibly have an asymptomatic person that has a positive test versus somebody who has symptoms, and are those immune responses the same? And, and we don't quite know the answer to that as of yet. Um, is there anything wrong with receiving a booster after uh, an infection? No, you're not going to have any increased risk of any sort of complications, but is it absolutely necessary? I, w- I would probably uh, lean on the side thing. It's not absolutely necessary to get it right away, but perhaps delay it for another three to six months. Now, a doctor friend of mine who is really pushing the vaccine got a booster shot um, when he had already checked, I think it says PCR levels in the blood, the uh, the uh, yeah, the, the globin globin level. I don't know. Anyway, again, not a doctor. Yeah, there it is. Uh, not a doctor, but uh, he got one when his levels were still pretty high from the test, and he said he was sicker yeah. than sick, you know, than stink from uh, too many antibodies. Yeah. So, have you heard of that right. happening? Yeah, yeah definitely. There, there, there are the side effects of the myalgias. You could get fevers, myalgias meaning soreness in the muscles, and you just kind of feel like you have the flu for a day or two. Um, and that could occur um, with the uh, booster dose. Uh, most people don't uh, get uh, too ill uh, from the, receiving the booster dose. Uh, but again, it's, it's always a tough call because we don't know if certain antibody levels means, you know, does it equate to a certain level of protection? And that's what, uh, what we don't uh, know as of yet. 
But if uh, kind of talking about what we uh, discussed before, if you had an infection after having uh, two doses of the vaccine, you're probably going to be protected a good amount and not need the booster. Could you get a little, you know, kind of some of those side effects possibly, but not any sort of serious side effects after that? Nothing that's going to last for too long. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. It's the Florida Roundtable. Drugs and alcohol have real effects on your ability to drive. In fact, last year, more than 800 people died in impaired driving crashes in Florida. DUIs are costly and you will lose your license. You may even face jail time. DUIs will stay on your record for 75 years. Driving while impaired has real consequences. Impairment is no illusion. Never drive impaired. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651-800-398-0651-800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, Emmy Award-winning actor, and I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision, especially when you're galloping side saddle down a countryside road on a horse named Archie Bello, who seems to have only one speed, high. And pulling on his reins only seems to encourage him to go even faster. So, of course, my body hurts and my joints ache, but it's not because of my age, it's because I'm living my life. Oh, Archie Bello! Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. As soon as this scene wraps, I'm going to kiss the ground, thank Archie Bello for his outstanding performance, feed him a carrot, and visit brainhealth.gov. Find out how you can make the most of your brain as you age at brainhealth.gov. We're talking with Dr. Marcos Mestri, Vice President, Chief Medical Officer at Nicholas Children's Hospital in Miami, Florida. And we need you to still get out there and get vaccinated for COVID-19. It is still crucial. COVID vaccines help prevent severe illness, hospitalization, and death from COVID. And they offer strong protection from even the worst outcomes of COVID. So with that in mind, now... Is it important to get vaccinated or could I just go out there and get COVID? I mean, wouldn't that just be a simple solution, doctor? Yeah, we definitely don't recommend anybody get COVID or, you know, having kind of like what we did in the past with uh, chicken pox parties and, and having folks just get infected. Now, if you happen to get infected, it, it does offer some degree of immunity, and that's been proven in the literature um, to, to, to protect you somewhat. And actually, is the best protection is having either um, – you get the vaccines and then you get infected or get infected and then have the have at least one dose of the vaccine has been shown to be the to have the strongest immune response and to have the strongest levels of protection but we definitely don't recommend to just kind of go out there and, and go get covid just because we don't know how each individual is going to respond um and the individuals that um uh, 
you know, not, might not have as uh, a strong immune system may get uh, severely ill, even younger individuals. Again, likelihood is not going to happen, but we don't, because of those uh, small risks, we don't recommend just kind of going out there and getting COVID and, or even putting children at, at risk for getting COVID if we can avoid it. So uh, definitely wouldn't would recommend these uh, COVID parties that some folks uh, discuss, discuss or purposely I've getting COVID. Yep. But if you happen to get COVID, and you, know, you, you definitely will have some level of protection. So uh, Omicron, that was kind of mild, which I, I predicted. Again, not a doctor, but I was like, well, as uh, I know, as I see infections, usually they become more infectious and less right. deadly. So if Omicron's right. mild, I'm just going to be fine in a couple of days if I get it, whether I'm vaccinated or not. Yes. Uh, typically, again, the, the risk of having uh, severe infection with Omicron is a lot less than we saw with the Delta variant or even the Alpha variant. Uh, the problem is when you look at it from a bigger uh, public health perspective, the Omicron variant is, is significantly more contagious. So you have a larger denominator, uh, but you're still going to have significant uh, amounts of mortalities. Uh, you know, just recently, last week, we were having over 3,000 deaths in, in the country with folks that had COVID. Again, likelihood that those individuals weren't as healthy and, and may have not been vaccinated. But it's still a large number, which we seem to be just kind of numb to now, but still significant. So uh, although you're exactly right, likelihood of any severe infection is much less with Omicron. We do still see a, a significant number of the population that is at risk, um, even with the, with the milder variant. Yeah, comorbid um, diseases apparently are the ones that will really get you. Uh, you know, if, you're, if you have yeah. other stuff yeah. going on and you are not getting the vaccine, you're just setting yourself up for trouble. Which, uh, you know, I I don't understand why, because if you look at the American Medical Association, 96 percent of all the doctors in the United States have gotten a covid vaccine. So, I mean, you know, isn't it that one dentist we wanted to talk to? Right. Remember, four out of five dentists recommend that gum. Right. (laughs) Where's that fifth guy? But uh, where's that four percent? Seriously, as we get back to the fact that people really need to get vaccinated if they're going to stay, you know, uh, with us healthy and not get long lingering problems. And everyone now over the age of five is eligible. It's free too, right. The vaccine's free. Yeah, free to free and at your local pharmacies. It's easy to make appointments now. Um, some physician offices have it as well now, so you can call your physician office and see if they have it at their office. If not, uh, go into the vaccine.gov uh, websites and they uh, say wherever you can in your area to get the vaccine. And again, we the studies are, are pretty prominent in saying how protective it is against serious illness. Um, doesn't protect you. 100% against getting infected, although the chances are less if you're vaccinated and boosted, and uh, but it definitely pr- protects against severe infection. That's what we really want to do. We want to prevent those severe uh, infections, uh, not have our hospitals be full, not have our hospitals be overwhelmed, not just with COVID, but then uh, postponing other procedures because hospitals are full with COVID. Right. Thankfully, we're in a much better place here in Florida um, and that's uh, we've gotten over this hump, but we'll probably face some other fair variant down the road. And we definitely need to be protected against that. 
Oh, yes, we do. Most definitely. Dr. Marcos Mestri, Vice President, Chief Medical Officer at Nicholas Children's Hospital in Miami. We're up here in the Orlando area. That's home base here. But we've got uh, Dr. Mestri on board because, frankly, we want you guys to know that it's very important to get vaccinated. There are ways you can stay healthy. You can spend more time indoors in the in the winter months around your friends and stuff. But uh, there's also a lot out there. Myths and misunderstandings and misinformation about vaccines and vaccinations really remain important. Now, I mentioned when we started out, doctor, that the CDC is going to recommend shortly a fourth booster and that they'll probably align it with the yearly flu shot that we get. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I think that, I think that makes most likely just long term. That's probably what things are going to look like, uh, just in terms of getting perhaps a yearly flu shot. Now, flu shot does similar uh, preparation every year. We see what's coming down the pipe with uh, with the variants of the flu, and and that's what the the flu vaccine does. Now, again, similar to that, folks have gotten the flu vaccine and and gotten the flu. So that's similar way you could get the COVID vaccine and get COVID, but you want to prevent those serious side effects or side, not side effects, serious um, issues that could occur with infection with the, with the vaccines. And most likely long-term, that's what it's going to look like in terms of uh, recommending at least a yearly dose of the vaccine. So Dr. Mastry, what do you say to the person out there, and there's at least four of them, I heard them say, I ain't never gotten a flu shot, I am not getting no vaccine. Please address that, right. won't you? <laughs> yeah, no, what, what I recommended is, is number one, I, I understand the, the hesitation. There's a lot of information, a lot of misinformation out there. And what, what I say to, to those folks is, number one, I'm not going to judge, uh, you know, one way or the other. I understand folks have their own opinions, but I would like to present them with the facts just in terms of what's what's um, the, the risk benefits uh, of getting the vaccine. The risks are so incredibly small. This this vaccine, although it came out quickly, it's been monitored more than any other vaccine that's ever been out there. So we, we do have a lot of data on it. And the data is overwhelmingly positive, especially if you have comorbid conditions or you're of an older age, you have other conditions that put you at risk. Uh, it's, to me, a no-brainer to go, go ahead and get those vaccines. But even if you're healthy, uh, we unfortunately do see healthy individuals that come to the hospital and after having a COVID infection, uh, one would think that they wouldn't have any complications, but unfortunately they do. And if we can prevent it with a vaccine that has minimal to no side effects, um, to me, it, it makes all the sense in the world to go ahead and get vaccinated. We've been talking with Dr. Marcos Mestri. He's the vice president, chief medical officer at Nicholas Children's Hospital. And everyone over the age of five years old, have you seen more vaccinations of young kids lately or are we still on the adults? Yeah, we, we've seen the adolescents definitely saw an, an increase uh, here in Florida that came out around a Delta surge in the summertime. So we did see about, uh, I think the latest numbers is 50 to 55 percent of our adolescents between 12 and 18 years of age are fully vaccinated. We haven't seen as much of uh, the increase as we would like in the individuals from 5 to 11 years of age. Um, so we're, we're still uh, promoting that uh, for our, our families just to, you know, we always think oh, kids are going to do well. And, and they're right. Most kids are, are going to do well if they have a COVID infection. It'll be a congestion, cough, runny nose, maybe a fever for a couple of days. But unfortunately, we do see 
children that and do end up having to be hospitalized for uh, COVID infections. Um, and we want to pr- try to prevent that. And not just for acute COVID infections, we see this multi-system inflammatory syndrome that we see that occurs three to four weeks after COVID infections. And the studies do indicate that if those children are vaccinated, they are less likely to develop this complication. Um, which could occur three to four weeks down the road. So it's not just the acute COVID infection that we're worried about. We're we're worried about preventing any of those secondary complications of of an acute COVID infection. So still recommending uh, that individuals get vaccinated. Again, if you do have infection, that does also give you some level of protection. We just don't know how much. So what I tell folks that have been infected, they say, well, I'm protected. I don't have to worry about it. Uh, to some extent, they're, they're correct, but also having at least one dose of the vaccine after having an infection has been shown to have the greatest uh, protection of all. So if you had infection and then get vaccinated, you, you have uh, that much more protection. Can you uh, get the crystal ball out before you go, doctor, and tell me what the future sure. looks like with COVID <laughs> or for COVID? Yeah, you know, I've always I've learned that uh, every time I think things are getting better, then we get uh, slapped in the face with, with a new variant coming out. But I, you know, just kind of historically, and and what happened with the Spanish flu in the early 1900s, kind of following a similar trend, and and we're hoping that as we've seen these variants have less uh, virulence and essentially not being as severe, and then more individuals being exposed to them, then have, therefore having even more immunity. Um, I think kind of what we alluded to earlier, we're going to be treating this kind of similar to the flu, uh, getting your yearly vaccination and protecting for those yearly um, infections that we see. And what we really want to try to do is not just overwhelm our health system. Uh, Once we get to the point where we don't overwhelm our health system, we have more what we call outpatient therapies, medications you can take by mouth. Then we can treat the kind of get back to what the normal looks like, and I'm hoping within, you know, this year that we get to that. And we're seeing that here in Florida, that that's um, you know kind of trying to get to as normal as possible. And I think we're we're getting pretty close. Very good. So in closing, what's the message for parents out there to get their kids vaccinated? How are you going to get them off the couch and into the van? <laughs> yeah, you know, the the, the two things uh, that I harp on is the vaccine is safe. And it's very effective. And, and although children, again, typically do uh, well with the vaccine, um, we, we do see uh, the complications. And, and I would hate to be that family that says, gosh, I, I wish I would have vaccinated my child, um, even though the complications are rare. Um, I think the, 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 um, the, 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 the risk of getting a complication with a vaccine is, is even rarer than the complications of, of COVID. So to me, I, I think I do my risk-benefit analysis. I say, well, the risk of the vaccine are incredibly small, uh, smaller than the risk of complications that I see from COVID. So, so go ahead and get your kids protected. You know, we, we've seen it here at the hospital. Um, unfortunately, the families that come in and said, oh, gosh, I wish I would have gotten my child vaccinated before and, and, and prevented this hospitalization. Um, and especially if you have comorbid conditions in your child, please go ahead and get vaccinated. It's safe and effective. Medical expert checking in from the front line, Dr. Marcos Mastry from uh, Nicholas Children's Hospital, Vice President and Chief Medical Officer there. Thank you so much for keeping us up to date. And that final message is get the vaccine. It's not going to kill you, but COVID can, right? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on the show today. Appreciate you. All right. Take care. 
We'll be right back. It's the Florida Roundtable. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Looking to make your garden fresh and new this spring? Quality Green Specialists in DeLand has what you're looking for. Fancy shrubs, large trees like magnolias and hollies, beautiful flowers like supertunias and azaleas, olives, citrus, peaches, blueberries, vegetables and herbs too. Enjoy gardening at its best. Select from our quality fertilizers and organics like azomite. Great plants, sustainable products. Friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, DeLand and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. Growing up with a brother with autism, Sarah Crump witnessed firsthand how kids with disabilities felt left out by their peers. It's why at the age of 15, Sarah approached her cheerleading coach with an idea to include girls with disabilities on her school's cheer team. Well, what started out as an inclusive high school cheer team in a small town in Iowa has led to what is now known as Sparkle Effect, a thriving nonprofit with over 180 cheer teams across the United States, bringing students with and without disabilities together through cheerleading. The result? More confidence, higher grades, and better school attendance for kids with disabilities. And for those without a disability, new friends and a greater empathy. You wanna learn more? Well, visit disabilitycampaign.org, where we have posted a link to the fabulous work known as the Sparkle Effect. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Imagine. Imagine being denied an apartment because of your religion, or your race, or because you have children, or a disability. It's so wrong. Yes, but who has the power to stop this? You do. Each of us has the power. The law is on your side. It's illegal for landlords to discriminate because of race, color, religion, sex, national origin, disability, or familial status. If you suspect that you have experienced housing discrimination, File a complaint with HUD immediately so we can investigate it. Fair housing is your right. Use it. To learn more, visit HUD.gov slash fair housing. That's HUD.gov slash fair housing. Or call 1-800-669-9777. 1-800-669-9777. 
A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. So many things are going on right now. It's spring. It is spring, right? Yeah, I didn't lose track of it. Sometimes it happens. Melissa Fox here talking about things that can happen on the highway. In particular, we've got the Florida Highway Patrol on the hook here because they're going to tell us about the worst time of year for drug and alcohol and driving impaired problems that happen on the road. Let's just get to it right now. We've got the Public Affairs Officer, Lieutenant Alex Camacho. Thanks for joining us on the Florida Roundtable. Hey, thanks for having us. Appreciate it. So tell us a little bit about drugs and alcohol and how they actually do impact your driving ability. Sure. Well, there's there's obviously uh, several things under the influence of whether it's alcohol or, or drugs or, you know, prescription drugs. But drivers can experience uh, several things to include, you know, slowed reaction times, uh, really limited short-term memory functions, you know, decreased uh, hand and eye coordination, uh, weakened concentration, uh, difficulty in perceiving, you know, time and, and, and distance. It's just really all of the uh, things that are necessary to be out there driving safely will obviously be uh, affected drastically when somebody decides to uh, get behind the wheel uh, under the influence of drugs and alcohol. You know, it's uh, and I'm going to be forthcoming here because this is how we run the Florida Roundtable, or at least how I do it. I actually got a DUI for Benadryl. Now, a lot of people, yeah, because I was behind the wheel and I was drowsy and I was impaired. And medicine like that will make you impaired if you're not aware of how, you know, sleepy or whatever. I guess I was weaving through the roads, you know, and whatever but you know it is what it is and it was years ago but the slowed reaction times the eye hand coordination like you talked about i had no idea as i was tooling down the road what was happening to me as the sinus medicine was uh was taking a hold and again a lot of people on regular they're like that's my prescription it says don't operate heavy machinery Mm -hmm. well heavy machinery is a vehicle people Right. And we, you know, like you said, it, it affects your motor skills, right? It can also cause drowsiness and an inability to really react in, in very simple situations. And and also it's a, it's a false sense of alertness and self-confidence. Like you said, you really had no idea because you had that false sense, right? And, you know, we, we recommend or we remind rather anybody that's given any kind of medication, whether it's pain medication or, or in your case, you know, sinus medication, to really read those those warning labels and if it says you know don't you know don't drive while on this you know it's for a reason like you said and and we're trying to just kind of remind everybody about that most definitely what's the death toll from impaired driving here in florida well in florida i i i don't have the exact numbers in front of me but i can tell you that every day throughout the country uh there's about 30 people that that die in uh in any any crash where alcohol was uh confirmed and uh really the, these crashes are, are are devastating and it's still the like i said 30 people in the united states every day when impairment is confirmed in these crashes mm-hmm. uh, the, these crashes are they're violent they change lives forever and it's still the number one cause of death on our roadways with nearly all alcohol confirmed 
alcohol and drug confirmed crashes uh, resulting in, in fatalities. And, and, you know, I know you hear it so many times from police officers, but it really is the truth that the hardest part of my job is having to knock on, on, on somebody's door to let them know that a family member has passed away because of an impaired driver. And, and like I said, these crashes are, are, are horrific and they're violent and they, they change lives forever. We're talking to Lieutenant Alex Camacho. He's from FHP, the public affairs officer, trying to help us stay off the road if you're under the influence of drugs, over-the-counter or prescription medicine, alcohol, any of that. By the way, I have the number. Over uh, the last year here in Florida, somewhere around 800 highway deaths from impaired driving. That's, yep. that, that number, it's too big. It's huge. Now, uh, what are the consequences? Now, I know what the consequences can be for impaired driving, but why don't you refresh us a little since these laws are pretty harsh? I mean, there are serious legal and monetary consequences. They can include license revocation, of course, jail time. And that's just if you're stopped, if an officer proactively stops you because, you know, we, we, we notice those signs of impaired driving. Now, if you're involved in a crash, where uh, you seriously hurt someone or you may have caused somebody to, to die because as a result of that crash and impairment is confirmed, now you're looking at up to 30 years in, in prison because of a fatality. You know, these, these, traffic, uh, these traffic homicide charges, vehicular homicide, DUI manslaughter, these are serious felony charges that carry hefty uh, uh, you know, jail sentences. So there's there's definitely not just it not only puts everybody in danger, but there's serious legal and, and monetary consequences. And again, now I, I got uh, pulled over before anything horrible happened when I got my DI, uh, DUI. But, um, yeah, I went through all of the deal, the uh, the the, uh, the classes, the courses, the victim assessment classes, all of that. And every time people, you know, the else were in the class or even the teachers would kind of go. Wait, you blew a zero zero on the alcohol? You had nothing illegal in your system? I said, you know what? Sinus medicine. Okay. It impaired me, and I had to pay several thousand dollars, you know, to when it was all said and done, and it took a couple of years of my life, but it could have been a heck of a lot worse had I not been pulled over. Absolutely. And those DUI charges, they last a very long time on your driving record up to, I think it's 75 years. So that's something Ooh. that will never, that's something that will never go away. And we really just encourage everybody to just be responsible. You know, how could you avoid uh, being arrested or how could you avoid potentially uh, being involved in a fatal crash, right? It's very simple. You just go back to the basics, right? You plan before traveling on our roadways, you assign a designated driver, your call for a ride service, and, and again, as a reminder, calling for a ride service is much cheaper than a DUI or Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Most definitely. Uh, now, going uh, back to basics. you know, and, and uh, Lieutenant Camacho, I, now we have medical marijuana in this state, and I've seen recently here around Florida the, uh, you know, buzz driving is still, you know, you shouldn't be driving kind of a thing. Um, how much are we seeing drug driving as a problem? Well, it's the same. I mean, whether it's marijuana, right, whether it's uh, an illegal narcotic medication, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a big problem. And we know that the drivers aged uh, 21 to 34 
uh, have the highest number of impaired driving arrests. And, you know, let's say unlike alcohol, there's really, for example, marijuana, there's no specific impairment limit with marijuana. It affects everybody differently. It can remain in somebody's system for much longer than alcohol. And we just basically look for the regular signs of impairment, you know, but, but you know, once we get somebody pulled over, you know, and we, we, we look for the same signs of impairment and we take it further. We have drug recognition experts uh, with the Florida Highway Patrol that look for other signs of impairment, other other uh, symptoms that somebody might be showing that might not be directly related to alcohol, but it could be something like uh, marijuana or a prescription drug that affects everybody differently. But nonetheless, it is a problem out there, and, and we do you know, everything we can to uh, keep keep the roadway safe. So we have, um, we just have bike week. We got spring breakers on and off throughout the whole month of March. And I'm, I'm assuming that obviously drugged and drunk driving problems increase. Again, how can we get past that? What can we do as an alternate to driving while under the influence of stuff? Right. I mean, you know, we're going to see an influx of uh, spring break. You know, a lot of people come down to Florida where, you know, the beaches are very popular. And we're going to see that that age group I mentioned, that 21 to 34 year old uh, age group of drivers that are going to be in in our state, in our great state. And, And, you know, again, it's just reminding everybody to just be responsible, plan ahead, you know, assign a designated driver and utilize these ride services. And basically it goes back to if you know you're going to drink, you know, don't drive. And if you know you're going to drive, uh, don't drink. And also for these uh, younger groups of, of drivers, you know, distracted driving is another big issue, and it's, which is basically anything that takes your hands off the wheel, your eyes off the road, and your mind off of driving, like texting. You know, it's one of the most dangerous distractions because it requires uh, manual, visual, and cognitive abilities. And it's the same abilities uh, that, that you need to drive safely. So, again, you know, put that phone down. Put that device down, focus on driving, plan ahead, be responsible, you know, uh, assign a driver or use a ride service. You know, it's, it's, we hear it so many times, but we really just try to uh, just keep repeating that message because it really is that simple, just, uh, you know, being responsible. From the FHP, that's our public affairs officer, Lieutenant Alex Camacho, saying be stay safe out there on the roads and be smart about it, I'm guessing. Anything we have missed in this wonderful interview? No, no, I think uh, I think that covers it all. And we, of course, we want everybody to enjoy a spring break. Just, uh, you know, do it responsibly. That way we can avoid uh, a tragedy. And you guys will be out there, FHP and local law enforcement, looking for impaired drivers. So be smart about it, my friends. Thanks again, Lieutenant Alex Camacho, for coming on Florida Roundtable and keeping it real. Thank you. Appreciate it. Running is a sport that's embraced by many people. There's something special about the open air, being alone with your thoughts, and maybe with a competitive spirit to see if you can better your last run. But today I have a question. Right now, are you running from God? Maybe you're running from a broken relationship when God is calling you to reconcile. Or you're running from a life you know isn't God's best for you. Or you're just trying to get away from heavy responsibilities. Whatever the reason, I have to tell you that it's foolish to try and run from God. Think about it. There is nowhere on the face of the earth that you can escape Him. And sadly, sometimes we have to hit rock bottom before we realize we're running the wrong way. Which way are you running right now? Isn't it time to stop running from God and start running with God? This is Bryant Wright.
speaking right from my heart. For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org. At Rural King, nobody beats our prices on farm and home favorites, like Livingston Garden Seeds, 10 for 10 bucks, or 40-pound bags of fertilizer, only $11.99. Or how about our own lawn and garden batteries for just $28.99 a pop? Plus $100 off all Husqvarna riding mowers and zero turns. Stock up on these and all our unbeatable prices at RuralKing.com or your neighborhood Rural King, America's farm and home store. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. It's the Florida Roundtable, and I got to tell you, I read a lot of books. I really do. All kinds of them. And, and because I actually want to, not because I have to. And one that I couldn't put down, and I even promoted I was reading it, and all my friends were like, oh my gosh, I got to have that. Can I get your copy? And I said, get your own. Get your own. I'm not finished yet. The book I'm talking about is Hell's Half Acre, and it is awesome. And I'm going to talk to Suzanne Jonas's right now because she's the one that wrote it. Hi, Suzanne. Susan, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Thank you for having me on. I'm great. So tell me how you first heard about the Bender family. So I actually first heard about the Benders in a big kind of coffee table book that I found in a thrift shop um, that was about lots of different famous crimes. Um, And I read through it, and that was the crime that really stood out to me because it just had such weird elements and it was really unlike anything I'd ever read before. It stuck with me over the years until I thought, you know what, I actually really want to know all about this, so I'm going to try and put this together. Now, when I read the beginning of the book, the way that you laid out the frontier stories and the romanticized deals, I I just you you drew me in so quickly. I was like, wow, I don't even care. We haven't gotten to the benders yet because the background history was so, so thorough. Uh, Where did you learn all this? Where did you break this case? So I at university looked a lot at um, the sort of 19th century culture, both in America and in the U.K., Um, and specifically at the treatment of criminals. That's something I've always been interested in, uh, especially in America and the idea of the outlaw and how that plays into the kind of myth of the American West and the importance it has in America and America's identity. Um, And then the benders seem to sort of not quite fit into that overall kind of feel because they were slightly too nasty to kind of be considered... Uh, important and interesting figures. So I think there's a really interesting thing in American culture, especially with the myth of the West, where you have people like Billy the Kid and Jesse James, and then you have this other layer of like very intense, violent people who don't really seem to have any redeeming aspects. 
<laughs> We're talking to Susan Jonas. She is the author of Hell's Half Acre, which is about uh, serial killers back in 1800s, almost 1900 early. And the, the weird thing about this is, and I've told people before, serial killers, not nothing new. It's just that we don't hear about it from prior. So this book here, wow, the details, the characters, the victims, the detectives who screwed the case badly. Uh, what a great book. Did you have fun writing Hell's Half Acre? I did, actually. It's the my favorite type of research to do. It's this kind of detective-style research, and that was so much of what the process of writing the book was like we flew to Kansas. I spent a long time in the archive cross-referencing letters and prison records and governor's proclamations. And all of that was just amazing. And there were a couple of real breakthrough moments where I thought like, oh, my goodness, this is huge. This, you know, like hasn't been connected to this case before. Um, so that was really amazing to work on in that respect. Susan Jonas, what's the next project on the plate for you? Um, I am looking at writing a biography, hopefully, of a mid-century burlesque star, um, an American woman, but that's still kind of in the works. But hopefully that'll be coming because that's got things like organized crime and the Kennedy assassination. So it'd be really interesting to work on. Wow, I look for that one as well. But right now, folks, you got to look for Hell's Half Acre about the Bender family, serial killer family from back in the old West. 1873 is kind of the time frame. Suzanne Jonas says, thank you so much for joining us today on the Florida Roundtable. Thank you. It's lovely to speak to you. All right. All right is right. That's what's going on right now, my friends. We got demand out there for employer-funded education benefits. It's really happening, and a lot of working-age adults in the United States said, hey, we would love to upskill. What's upskilling? What's this all about? Let's bring in the expert, Dr. Michael Cunningham. He's the chancellor of the National University System. Michael, Dr. Mike, how are you? Great. Thank you, Melissa. I appreciate that intro. I'm doing great. Thank you. Beautiful, sunny day here in uh, San Diego, California. Wow. I love it. So tell me about this career choice program. What's uh, it all about and who's behind it, please? Uh, very exciting, as you might imagine, for all of us at uh, the National University System and also for society at large. Uh, we have one of the largest, if not the largest employer in the world, Amazon, has partnered with us and three other uh universities across the United States to help educate and upskill their hourly-based employees. That's over 750,000 employees uh, and in over 40 market-relevant degrees, fully paid for by Amazon. So it's exciting, and uh, it's the tip of the iceberg because they're realizing, and the research shows, uh, that that's what employees want. They're, they're not only want, they're, they're requiring it, that employees really invest in their well-being, whether it be health benefits, educational benefits, uh, counseling benefits. It's really important. The world has changed. Tell me about the National University System. What's that all about, and how long have you been there? I've been here over 10 years. I uh, was a business guy uh, before that. I, I ran a publicly traded company out of New Jersey believe it or not. And then uh, I came over to San Diego and was the dean of the business school over at San Diego State. And then I became president, now chancellor of the National University System. And what we are is we are a uh, one of the best kept secrets nationally, but in California, they know us. And we're one of the largest nonprofit private universities in California. 
Uh, it is a system. We have City University of Seattle, National University, and North Central University, and we educate over 47,000 adult learners across the country. Really proud of that. Have uh, associate, uh, graduate, uh, associate, baccalaureate, master's, and doctoral programs, a wide variety of different um, disciplines and programs, as well as certification programs and certificate programs. Uh, really good at what we do. Uh, average age of our uh, student and learner is 33 years old on the undergraduate side, 40 on the master's, and above that on the doctoral level. So really exciting stuff going on. Well, we're talking to Dr. Michael Cunningham, and now uh, we may have already glanced upon this, but let's go ahead and bring it out a little bit more. Why is it so important for companies to invest in their employee education benefits? Well, it's really uh, it's really important, and, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit about two research projects. The first one was done by Gallup and Amazon together, and it showed that employee employees today, seventy uh, percent or above, uh, would switch their jobs if the employer offered them ed benefits. That's huge, and they look at that as being more important than paid vacation. So that is, you know, many people didn't realize that. That's what the generation today is looking for. They want to get upskilled. They want to have education. And then that leads to the next question, the research project. You know, there's such a fear out there about from employers that if they educate there and, and have this opportunity for their employees, uh, that the employer is going to leave, right? And I use that as there's only one thing worse than um, not educating uh, – uh, excuse me, there's only one thing worse than educating your employee and having them leave. That's not educating them and having them stay. So it's important. Research bears that out. Dr. Chris Graham, uh, the president of our Workforce Education Solutions Division, just did a major research project. And he showed that employees that take advantage of an employer-sponsored educational benefit, you attract better talent. You, you're, you can retain that talent longer. The employee does better on the job. Bear in mind, this employee, employee is going to school and working, but they're doing better on the job, and their, their, their self-efficacy about their, their whole person feeling goes up, and they become a role model in the community. They feel better, a role model to their family. So it's a win-win-win all the way around. This sounds like a great program. Again, it's called Career Choice Program. It's by Amazon. And uh, tell us where the listeners can go for more information, Dr. Mike. Well, thank you very much for that opportunity. Now, we do this with other corporate partners, by the way. So if you're with an organization uh, or you're running an organization, just go to nu.edu, and there's a button that says Corporate Partnerships, and we will have a, uh, a counselor get right to you. We, that's a big thing that we do, by the way, for the learner, is we have personalized uh, advising on from career to academics to finance. Uh, and also, if you're an Amazon employee, uh, just go to the same thing, nu.edu backslash Amazon, and it will tell you all about the different programs that we're offering from business management, leadership, uh, cybersecurity, education, bunch of different areas. Because Amazon and other organizations are realizing that Employees will change jobs in their lifetime many times. Early baby boomers will change 12 times in their lifetime. Younger people will change 20, 30 times for jobs that don't even exist yet. So we realize that the more we can do for our employees, the longer they'll stay. And then when we do hand them off to other organizations, uh, they'll be in a better position going forward. Dr. Michael Cunningham, thank you so much for enlightening us on the Florida Roundtable. 
Thank you very much, Melissa. I appreciate having us on, you having us on, and uh, thank you to all your listeners. Running is a sport that's embraced by many people. There's something special about the open air, being alone with your thoughts, and maybe with a competitive spirit to see if you can better your last run. But today I have a question. Right now, are you running from God? Maybe you're running from a broken relationship when God is calling you to reconcile. Or you're running from a life you know isn't God's best for you. Or you're just trying to get away from heavy responsibilities. Whatever the reason, I have to tell you that it's foolish to try and run from God. Think about it. There is nowhere on the face of the earth that you can escape Him. And sadly, sometimes we have to hit rock bottom before we realize we're running the wrong way. Which way are you running right now? Isn't it time to stop running from God and start running with God? This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651-800-398-0651-800-398-0651-That's 800-398-0651. Life happens. Getting married, moving, new baby, loss of health insurance. If you had a life-changing event, you may qualify for a special enrollment period in the health insurance marketplace. Visit healthcare.gov and see if you qualify. Need help? A navigator from Covering Florida can help you through the process and find the best plan for you and your family. Visit coveringflorida.org or call 1-877-813-9115 to make an appointment. Assistance is always free and confidential. Shortness of breath, patients confused, temp 102. He just had an infection. What's going on? He's becoming septic. Antibiotics started. Bed ready, let's move him. Infections can lead to a deadly chain reaction in your body called sepsis. Very quickly, sepsis can cause tissue damage, organ failure, and even death. If you know the risks, can spot the symptoms, and act fast, then you can get ahead of sepsis. Learn more at cdc.gov sepsis. My muscles ached. I was tired all the time. My son had a full-blown asthma attack. It came out of nowhere. The unsettling thing about some symptoms is... I had a fever and these terrible headaches. You don't always know what's causing them. It was Lyme disease from a tick bite. I had Zika virus from a mosquito. He had a reaction to cockroach allergens. Threats to your health can come from unexpected places. Get the facts. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. You've been listening to the Florida Roundtable, a news and public affairs presentation of the Florida News Network. The views and opinions expressed during this program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of this station's management, ownership, or sponsors. For questions or comments, write to Florida Roundtable at fnnonline.net.